Welcome to Raw Relationships, the podcast that keeps relationships real and wonderful. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. Good evening, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we will be interviewing Cornelia Jude. She is an entrepreneur, wife, and mother of six, born and raised in Germany. She moved to the United States in 1997 and became a citizen in 2010. Despite enduring years of sexual, physical, and mental abuse, which led to a 1999 PTSD diagnosis, Cornelia flights every day, fights every day to live her life as a survivor and not a victim. After embracing the Christian faith in 2016, she has come to terms with the pain of her past and looks forward to the plans that God has for her future. Her goal is to share with others how she turned her most painful memories into something positive through the strength of Christ. She achieves this through sharing her business with others and connecting with nearly 3,000 engaged fans, friends, and followers on her Facebook pages. Cornelia lives in Virginia with her husband Lawrence and their children. So let's bring Cornelia in now and let's talk. I'm so excited to start this interview. Hello. Hi Cornelia, welcome to Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's so nice to to finally chat with you. I've been excited about our interview um, for the last week. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, so please go ahead and um, just introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about your story. Um, My name is Moya. Most people call me Connie, though, because it's just a little easier to remember and to pronounce. I'm a mother of six children. I am married. I live in Virginia. And I just recently published a book about my life story, which is about um, sexual abuse, pain, and redemption. Okay. And that, that's the Amended Faith book, right? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, I, I was going to mention that, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> awesome. So with this, with your book, um, I'm assuming it's kind of like a, uh, I haven't read the book, I'll be honest, because I haven't had time. Um, but I'm a, can you tell our, our listeners a little bit about the book? Um, the book is about my life. Um, I was sexually abused the first time when I was four. Um, The second time when I was 12, and that lasted until I was 22. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry to hear that. I was trying to erase that pain in all ways with Mm -hmm. drugs. I started using drugs very early and alcohol. And that went on to a lot of self-harm. I was a cutter. I cut myself a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, my life. I mean, I always kind of try to pick it up 
and I did good for a few months, and then I crashed every time. And everything I started and everything I did, nothing was ever working out for me. I walked inside of a church and that completely turned my life upside down. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I found ways to feel in a different way with my pain and with my struggle. Mm -hmm. And more in a way of to have faith in in Christ, I would imagine, right? Yes, definitely. I mean, it completely changed everything. And I started going to church about two and a half years ago. And yeah, that was, I, I've never went to church before. I wasn't a Christian. I didn't know anything about the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I was, every day when I was driving to work, I had, I passed that church and it was calling me. It's like, you have check this out mm -hmm. and so everything changed from there mm -hmm. so do you what do you think do you think it was the sense of community like the sense of of the people there that accepted you the way people should accept people do you think that's yeah yeah the community kind of thing um and not to mention you know, the scripture <laughs> at the same time, right? Definitely. I mean, it opened my eyes because I'm the church that I'm attending. It was, I understood right away that there's a lot of hurting people. And I felt mm -hmm. like I am so not alone with what I'm going, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But while you were going through it, you felt very alone. Yes, I mean, my whole life was a complete lie. Mm -hmm. I always had to lie my way through everything. Uh, simple things like if we'll go somewhere, I'll go somewhere with friends. Mm -hmm. I always have to be in my own car, you know, and I will make excuses why that is. I was not able to say, well, I need my car just in case if I have anxiety or panic attack or whatever. I always need plan B. Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to come out and say, this is why I need this plan B. No. Mm -hmm. It's always a total lie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what other sorts of, um, like when you were, <clears throat> did you ever try um, reaching out like through therapy, like counseling and stuff like that in your journey? Yes, I was, um, I, I don't even, I can't even tell you how many hours of therapy I've been through. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been inpatient therapy and rehab and all of that. Mm -hmm. And it was always, it always felt like they, you know, they, like they taught me how to keep my head above water for a little while, mm -hmm. but they never taught me how to swim, you know? Right, right, right. It would always come back. I mean, I would be fine for a while and then I would just crash again because it was never, I never really talked about it in detail. Mm -hmm. So I was always, even after therapy, even after the inpatient therapy, I, um, I struggled with volume for a long time. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was 
my way, you know, to just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just actually finished an interview with with another um, guest on the podcast and him and I talked a lot about love and and that love is the freedom, you know, to love yourself um, is is the freedom to make the rest of your to unlock the the happiness in life, really. Um, even if we've gone through some really, really hard things, we have to realize that it's not our fault, um, you know, and we have to love ourselves, even if, you know, <laughs> even if we don't feel a certain right. way. And I think, you know, with the the faith of Christian faith is very much of that. And that's what the Bible teaches is love, right? So it kind of, yeah, it kind of ties in well with my other interview. I should have put them together. Should have put us all together. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's so much easier to look outwards and to kind of not, you know, just keep doing what we're doing, even if it's not good for us, right? Definitely. And that, you know, the whole, it was really, really hard for me to learn how to love myself. Mm-hmm. It's hard for yeah. me. I always had that feeling um, that I didn't know myself. I didn't know who I really was. I always questioned mm-hmm. who was I or who was I going to be if that didn't happen to me. So I, I was always looking for myself because I was so lost, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, and not really knowing who you were anyway. (laughs) Yes, yes, and now I completely understand who I am, and I understand why I went through what I went through, and that it's it's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and and not to mention sharing your story is the the biggest um, form of healing too, you know, to, to help other people that are maybe in that position or have been in that same position, you know, that need to hear from somebody else that they've got, they've, they're getting help in whatever way works for them. Right. There is hope. There's so much hope. And Mm -hmm. that is what I'm really trying to, you know, say with this book is that there is hope. Don't give up. You're Mm -hmm. not alone. And yeah. it's just, I, I now learned that, you know, there's people that were trying to impress every day, right? Mm-hmm. But if we have to impress people, for them to stick around, mm-hmm. is it really, you know, if we stop lying about who we are and we yeah. can be the true us and they yeah. stay around, then, you know, it's, then we win. We all yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you there. And it it really boils down to just being yourself. And, you know, and if you don't know who you are, then you have to figure out a way to find out who you are. (laughs) Yes. And if you have to deal with enough, um, that was another thing Bob had said is you have sometimes we are given darkness so that the light can shine brighter. That's Um, right. 
which is sometimes hard to imagine, especially if you've been through, you know, such horrendous things. But when you do, when the light does finally shine brighter, then it's easy to see. Right. Yeah. Yes. I was super offended um, when I first started going to church and I'm still to the same church Mm -hmm. and our pastor was talking about to stop being a victim. Mm. And I was so upset because I couldn't even, I couldn't even imagine that that's possible that you not be a victim, you know, and I was so upset and I was just thinking, how can anybody say that? Do they go through that pain? Do they know what, what a flashback is? Do they know what goes on Mm -hmm. in my for them to say it I'm like how can it be this easy and then I felt like a loser again because I felt like what if this really happens to other people and I just can't do it you know mm-hmm. so yeah it was really hard for me to stay with this you know to stay at church and push mm-hmm. through and it it was the best thing I have ever ever done mm-hmm so speaking about um, about that victim role, because um, I know with my coaching, that's I really kind of focus on that because I feel like a lot of us, and myself included, in my younger days, um, it was very easy to fall victim to. Uh, for me, it was um, guys would cheat on me, so it would be oh they're bad, you know. I just always get cheated on. And it really, when I sit back and look at it, you know, now in my, in my wisdom now, you know, I'm the common denominator in the whole picture. (laughs) So it doesn't, you know, maybe they cheated on me because of my um, feeling of not being good enough. So if I wasn't feeling good enough, I probably wasn't projecting good enough. Right. (laughs) And when I, when I kind of, hit that epiphany then I met a guy that I don't feel would ever cheat on me you know and and things are different now but for many years I picked guys that would cheat on me all the time (laughs) you know and and when you get stuck in that victim mentality then the negative kind of seems to hang around with that Um, so I know for myself I always teach to really rise above it even though you know, you can still have bad days and good days. And, you know, there's days where you feel like a victim, but if you're aware of it, you can kind of um, rise above it. Right. Definitely. That is such a big deal. It really, really is. And, you know, I still have bad days and I still struggle, but Mm -hmm. I now know how to channel that. And before Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to channel that. Like, um, with my self-harm or like if I have a nightmare and it most of the time then I will wake up and I have a flashback and then I end up in the shower because Mm -hmm. I just felt dirty and now instead of doing that I I, if I wake up from a nightmare then I don't just lay there I'll get up and I either, you know, turn my um, Bible on and listen to that or I turn on some worship music Mm-hmm. And I just um, discovered, like, I'm a total freak for um, Andy Griffiths, which is so oh, fun. Okay. But, you know, that's like my happy place. I found a couple yeah. of happy places. And that's where I go instead of jumping into mm-hmm. the shower or scratch my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and that's that's key to to healing and moving forward I think right is changing really changing those habits and those um, things because that's you know that's what we do as humans sadly (laughs) it's easier you know and it's easier to kind of self-harm and and go inward in a hateful way rather than a loving way you know when that's really what we need to heal is to love ourselves to heal from those things and know that you know and especially you know in your case at four years old that's it doesn't matter what you could have done you didn't provoke that right and so you just you know I think for for somebody in that position just to really hold on to that love for themselves rather than that feeling of doing something wrong because there's no way a four-year-old could do anything wrong to provoke anything like that you know and the thing is it's so like it's so crazy how at four I already understood like I blamed the dress that I was wearing I was wearing a dress and I didn't want to wear dresses ever again after that right Right. so that was you know that was already where sometimes I feel like, how did this little girl know that this was so wrong? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, it's got to, it's definitely got to be quite the process. I mean, not, not only once, but twice. I mean, I think, you know, I, I just, I don't understand how people can be so sick, but it is what it is and the world is just a sick place it seems like some days the world is a really really sick place it really is Mm -hmm. yeah it is and and you know like um again me and bob were talking about it and like he said um the fact that the world is getting worse and getting darker may not be such a bad thing because that means the light is ready to like burst open Yes, and I feel that way too because I see yeah. more and more people are now trying the positive ways. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, it took me forty years, almost forty years, to understand what life is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I just, uh, I just really with with the book, and I I just really pray that people will take some of those tools that I'm providing in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And I think, you know, just doing that, right, you know, having that book and, and putting it out there to help people, I think that is the best thing in the world for yourself and for other people that really need um, some guidance. And I think, you know, um, when it comes to spirituality whether it be you know christian or even just spiritual like for me um i'm more um just i don't go to church but i believe in god um, and i do read the bible on my own kind of understanding and and i think you know i believe there is definitely a god and we just really need to have faith you know Um, i think it's a lot faith that we need to have in ourselves Mm -hmm. it's not just the faith in in jesus but it's the faith that i needed in myself the believing in myself that i'm a good person and i mean i had to take a lot of responsibility for a lot of stuff that i did 
yeah. in my past and all this destructive behavior. And it was, you know, I had to raise my children and being in rehab, being drunk all the time. And that is something that, you know, that is, I had to forgive myself yeah. for all of it. And that's where a lot of healing took place that yeah. I knew that God already forgave me. And for me to know, okay, so if he did, you know, if he's for me, who can really be against me? And that's well, what that's he, right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's the biggest power that you really other than yourself. Right. So <laughs> yeah. impress, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and I think that's really what it boils down to. And and even in the Bible, it teaches, you know, just that to love yourself and to, you know, like the Ten Commandments. It's not, it's not hard to be a good human these days. (laughs) sure it's not. No, more people should pick up, pick up the scripture and, and really, you know, do some some studying even if they don't want to go to church it's not a bad idea to pick it up and interpret for yourself the church is a thing for me it's it's a building and it's nice to get to know people or be Mm -hmm. other christians you know that's very important for me Mm -hmm. because i always have to be careful and i always have to make sure i don't fall back into bad habits that's right yeah i haven't had a drink in next week it'll be two years but, you know, because I, I'm surrounded by people that are for me and they're not against mm-hmm. me. So that helps yeah. a lot. I totally believe that God is everywhere you need him to be. We don't need a building for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this sense of community, I think, with the church is a great thing. Um, that's the one thing I really do love about religion is, you know, the community and they are there for each other you know yeah so it's it's definitely a good place to run to if you're really needing guidance I think you know and like like you said you were pulled in that direction you know that was it was just something you had to do and I think for anybody else listening you know if you if you have that kind of like experience definitely it's worth a try to take a walk in because yes any churches I've ever been to in my life they're very welcoming so (laughs) yes and they were too it's I mean it's totally different from what I've ever experienced you know I was um, born and raised in Germany and there's two types of churches and that's pretty much it and um, then stepping into a church here it was so different. I mean, I thought I'm at a concert. I didn't understand why this pastor is now up there in shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> it was like, oh, what is this? You know, it scared me for a minute. I was like, oh, my, we're about to be sucked into a cult or something. Because <laughs> I was just really, you know, in Germany, you grow up and the whole the church thing is like, you know, we have to be scared. We have to be good, do good. We have to do good because we have to be scared of God, you know. It's not the case at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think there's there's different, the old school, um, yes. I know, like, I'm in Canada, but I know that old school religion is very hellfire and brimstone, you know, yeah. <laughs> if you're not good, you'll go to hell, and you'll burn in hell, and I don't, 
you know, I think some religions are evolving from that, <laughs> that train of thought, yes. which is good. Yes, it is. It is very good. It's more in a positive direction now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's and like you said, it's all about love, love for yourself and and then love for your fellow human being. Right. That's and it. I think you love yourself, you get away from manipulative people, you get a get away from controlling people. It like it really will change everything because once you start loving yourself, you start respecting yourself mm-hmm. and you start to tolerate a lot of the things. Like I don't tolerate a lot of the things that I did before, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you might have tolerated them before because you felt like maybe you didn't have a choice. Yes. Right? And we look and now- all in the wrong places because we feel like you know this is the only love that we're gonna get and we mm-hmm. feel stuck, right and we we feel like okay if he messes up one more time and then I'm gonna leave then I'm gonna leave mm-hmm. was married mm-hmm. twice before and mm-hmm. my marriage and we I loved him I loved him dearly but there was a lot of physical abuse and that kind of stuff. And I always said, okay, this is the last time he hit me. I'm, the next mm-hmm. time, I'm, it's not going to, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. It took a lot for me to leave. Mm-hmm. My second marriage, it was very manipulative, controlling. And I, I stuck it out there for a long time too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think a lot of it could boil down to um, with you, you know, being that you'd meet those type of people is because that's kind of how you thought about yourself, right? Yes. yes. So those people would treat you that way. And and then once you, once you kind of see the light, then it's like, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> I bet was I your husband now treats you very different, doesn't he? He does. He, he does. Yeah. Very, very, very different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, that's good. That's that's what I like to hear. It's it's nice to see stories come with a happy ending. You know, even though, like I said, sometimes there's bad days, but at least there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? And I always feel like you know, if we would only like have good days, how would we know that we are having a good day? How would we know? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. You got to have the bad days to know what good is and to be thankful and grateful for that, right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So where can our listeners find your book? Is it on your website? It is on my website. If they go to um, mendedfaith.com, they can find it there. In um, May 1st, we're going to have um, the ebook is going to be on um, Amazon. Okay, perfect. perfect. Yes. And um, September 18th, we're going to be, of course, like in Barnes and Nobles and all of those wonderful okay. stores. So right now, awesome. launch that I'm doing through my website. And yes, and then May 1st and September 18th will be. Okay. Oh, what a place. That is so exciting. Congratulations. That's definitely a a milestone. Thank you so much. 
You're very welcome. Well, I will let you run. I know you're a busy, busy lady, and it's late for you um, compared to me. So I will let you run, and I want to thank you so, so much for um, having this interview with me and sharing your story with our listeners. Um, And as she said, you can go to uh, Cornelia's website. It is mendedfaith.com, and uh, her book's coming out, so you can get it on an ebook May 1st, you said? Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And, and they- yeah, so. Now already on my website. Okay. okay, perfect. Awesome. Awesome. And um, they can find your Facebook page as well. Yes. On they- your website? Yes. Yeah, so we okay. have, uh, yeah, they can find me, my Instagram and my Facebook and my Twitter and all that good stuff is on my website. Okay, perfect. And they can connect with you there as well. Yes, definitely. If they have questions or they can contact me there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for connecting with me. Um, I appreciate it very, very, very much. And I wish you the best. And I can't wait to read your book. Thank you so much again for having me. And you're welcome. Good night. You too. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was Cornelia Jude. What an inspiring story she has to tell. I can't wait to read her book, Mended Faith. Um, And you, again, just in case you missed it, you can find her book on mendedfaith.com. It is on ebook, I believe, and you can uh, have that read. It's really an inspiration to listen to her story, um, how she has rose above everything. I thank her again for uh, being a guest on the show, and I thank my listeners for listening. Peace out.